strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and we are here live with another episode of Strategy Talks. We're going to be talking about Agile, something very close to my heart, and I'm very excited to introduce you to our guest in just one minute. But before we do, I want to do a shout out to those of you who are here with us live, those of you who are watching this on the replay, and last but not least, those of you who are listening to Strategy Talks as a podcast. I want to make sure that you are recognized as well. Before I introduce you to our guest today, I want to do a shout out to our sponsor, as always, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guest today. Mike Lyons is in the house. How are you today? Doreen, what's up? What's up? It's so good to see you. Oh my I, gosh. I know. I'm excited that you're here. The Agile yeah. journey. Um, I've been wanting to have somebody come on my show, talk about strategy, but really talk about Agile. And I think you are the first guest that's going to talk about Agile. So um, my goal is to have several on this year. I actually have somebody else um, lined up as a guest in a few weeks, but I'm very excited um, to talk Agile today. Great. Yeah, it's good to see you. Thanks for the time. Thanks for inviting me. And, and when we met last year, we kind of like just hit it off with some of the different topics we covered, certainly around agility and how to use it in marketing. So yeah, I'm happy to like get into it. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who are listening and are watching today and don't know much about Agile, can you just frame that for us? What is Agile? And especially those who are marketers, you know, maybe a, um, a business owner might have heard about Agile and, and think more project management or software development. But for those of us who are marketers, what is Agile and, and what should we know about it? Yeah, you know, Agile is, uh, you, you can't really pick up many magazines anymore without companies that are saying, you know, we've got to be more Agile. And it's like, okay, but like, where do you buy that? Can I get, do you buy that by the ounce or do you buy that by the month? Where do we get 37 servings of Agile? Like, it's a, like is that a thing? Do you buy that? I can't really buy it, you know? Uh, and so, so you know, we, we can be agile. And so, so when you hear this idea of we're going to be agile, it, it's, it's more than a, 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 a set of practices or a set of tools. It's really a, a way of being an adaptive organization or even an adaptive individual in your company. You're, you're having to adapt all the time. You know, the landscape shifts under your feet. Well, how do you adapt? And so when we say we, we want to we be agile, the questions I ask is, well, how hard is it for you to change? How hard is it for mm. you to adapt? And if it's hard, well, then you're probably not agile. <laughs> and so, so let's let me help. Like, let me help you be agile now. And so that might sound a little weird to people that might think, well, agile means Scrum. I've heard this thing called Scrum. It's pretty popular, and you IT people do Scrum. 
uh, well, maybe, maybe that's a framework you could use, but Scrum isn't the definition of Agile. Agile is a way of being adaptive. And, and there, there's plenty of processes and tools. We can get into all that. But I would just ask us to think of when we say Agile, we're saying, how do we adapt to change? Change is going to happen. How do we do that as painless as possible? That's at, that's agility, really. Yeah. And I want to point something else because I'm hoping that if you're listening to Mike talk, he keeps saying be agile and he's not saying doing agile. Sure. What does that mean? What is the difference there, Mike? Well, you know, there's this construct in the industry that says, well, if I hire a scrum master, if I just hire a scrum master and, and uh, I just do a daily standup, this is a meeting where we meet every day and talk about stuff. If I, I just do a daily standup and I have a backlog and it's prioritized, march in the right way and, and hold, hold my leg in the right order, we'll be agile. And that's just nonsensical nonsense. Or we put in the right tool, Asana, Jira, whatever. That's not, that doesn't make you agile. It's, it's when, when a change happens, do you lose sleep? Is it difficult? You know, that's all about like, how are we thinking about it and our mindset? So, so yeah, agile is, I don't want to get all meta on us or nothing. <laughs> state of mind, man. <laughs> but it is right. But it is, if you're not, and that's, that was my personal biggest aha moment when I understood the difference with between doing agile and using tools and then being agile and having the mindset of, yeah. yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can change. Yeah, we can adapt. Yeah, we can react to change. Yes, we can embrace it. Um, you know, and that includes trying new things and failing, right? So talking yeah. about failing, we have this big thing that says on the screen for those of you who are watching live or watching the replay. And so I'm going to read it for those of you who are listening. Three big agile mistakes to avoid. Mike, what are some mistakes that people are making and what should we avoid when we um, are trying to be agile? You bet. Yeah. And there's, there, are, there are three areas. It doesn't matter if you are building a product like, uh, you know, I have a big IT background, so I'm, I think software products. But but even if you're building, let's say, a training course, maybe it's a tr curriculum. Uh, maybe you are working on a new uh, marketing program uh, and, and you've got different milestones. Uh, th there's really three things that, that we see that, that mistakes people make. And that's not focusing on shipping, like getting something to production for feedback. That's number one. Number two is not pursuing perfection. I want to unpack that one a little bit deeper. People say pursuing perfection Ugh, will never be perfect. Okay, but let's talk about it. And then number three is like, you got to automate. I mean, it's 2023. We got to like, you got to, we got to get into automation. And so those are three sort of um, areas where, where we can find great successes. Yeah. Okay. So you want to unpack each of those? Let's just buzz through. Let's them. do so, it. So mistake number one is lack of focus on, on shipping. Um, we have a little saying in our company called always be shipping. You know, the, it used to be the ABCs of closing. You'll always be closing, always be shipping. And what do we, why is that important to us? Well, it's important because if, if I, whatever I'm working on, my marketing strategy, my first chapter of my book, 
uh, hint, hint, you know, fellow author over on the other side of the screen here, my second chapter of my book, if I don't get that out and get the feedback, my first cut, I can't get to a second cut. Right. But the second cut depends on your first cut. So get it out. <laughs> get to shipping something that's usable. And for those that are watching and that are content creators, are marketers, that means putting up content, even if it's not perfect, to get feedback on the content so you can make the next iteration of that. And that might mean a blog, that might mean um, an image or a video. You can, you know, uh, you've got to test things, especially as a content creator. You've got to start, you've got to get your podcast out. You and I talked about podcasting. And, you know, I, when I started podcasting, I just got them started and got them out and they got better. And, and, you know, uh, not because I had better guests, but because I became a better interviewer, was more focused on what my audience needed, learned from my audience what they needed. So um, always be shipping and marketing is always be publishing, create that content and push it out. There you go. And that publishing, you know, today in our digital economy, it's much easier because I don't have to print the bound book as the first copy anymore, right? Like I can get feedback and it's not too expensive. And guess what? If it sucks, <laughs> I'd rather know by chapter one than chapter 15. You know what I'm talking about? Like I want to know. Yeah. And I can do that digitally. And, 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 and guess what? Like it's not written in stone. I can actually, I can still go back and make chapter one better. Um, and, you know, your devices work that way, too. You're going to get a push to your device tonight that's going to do an upgrade uh, on whatever your apps are. So, for, you know, it's very common in the tools that are around us that that first cut isn't the final cut. Mm -hmm. And you, you, here's a word, iterate. This is an agile term. You iterate on that whatever thing of value. And it doesn't matter if it's software or, or uh, you know, strategy or marketing plan or whatever, you iterate on it. So that's kind of mistake number one. We, we're not always about publishing. We, we need to just get radically focused on getting the thing to production. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. All right. So mistake number two. Yeah. So, so this idea, uh, mistake number two is not pursuing perfection. Now this one's weird and people go, Hey, you know, what, what are you talking about? Perfection? No, uh, um, you know, no, we, we can't be perfect. We can't, uh, we, how can we possibly pursue perfection? Should we pursue improvement? Well, yes, but there's a subtle nuance there. And I want to just talk about it for a second. The idea that um, uh, re the relentless pursuit of perfection, um, it's been a long core tenant of the lean movement. So think like Toyota production system and this idea of lean and, and, and managing waste. And while we, we recognize that perfection is unattainable, sure. um, striving for perfection, however, that leads us to continuous improvements in whatever we're working on. There's a saying in Japanese management, Japanese managers say, think about whatever you're doing as the least effective way to do it. It's like, oh, really? Oh my gosh. Like, even on this podcast, you're setting up and all of that. Like, think about it as the least effective way to do it. And, and so, this, if we can get into, you know, a mindset here, we're talking about mindsets again. Sure. That says, I'm going to pursue perfection. Well, then continuous improvements are going to be the result. And, and you'll be continually getting better. It's in this process that, that companies have 
created more and better products for, for less money with happier customers, the relentless pursuit of, of perfection. I think it used to be Lexus's like trademark. Do you remember this? No. I think it might've been theirs like years Pursuit of perfection. I like that. I mean, that's what we all strive for, right? So, but in the, but in the pursuit of perfection, don't forget to publish if you're a marketer. You know, that's why that's number one. Right. Uh, and this is number two. <laughs> okay. All right. So pursuit of perfection makes sense, right? You're going to find that, you know, you're going to always improve, always look for ways to do it faster, better. Um, and then that goes right into mistake number three, not automating things when you can. Well, and you, you've got a ton of experience this as you started your podcast last year, you know, and it's you, you when you begin to invest in automation and the tools at our fingertips, y'all, it's amazing at what you can have at your fingertips. When you begin to invest in automation, um, that will free you up to do the deeper thinking we need to do. If, you're, if your mind is consumed with the minutia of the day-to-day, -day, click here, click send, click save. Like Here's a real example, okay? You, you'll know this, right? Recent tools... Look, like you and I have used tools for a number of years now. Okay, okay. So we've been around. Where's the save button? In do you have that anymore? Like it doesn't exist, right? We automated the save button for you. You didn't even have to ask. We just did it for you. Well, how many other save buttons in your life could you automate? You know, remember when? Remember when you had to? I'm dating myself. Remember when you had to actually? ask your tool to do a spell check yes um, oh my gosh remember yes. we used to have to ask. yes then, then we got the red squiggle line automatic and we're like oh yeah look at that it's there <laughs> it's there and now it just automatically corrects it as you do it as you write yes right okay so so okay those are silly examples but where where in your workflow whatever it is where in your workflow could, could you introduce automation and, and there's tools out there. There's plenty of tools. Just do a search for automation tools. Some are free. And some, I actually invest my own money in because it's like, I don't want to think about that stupid stuff. No. Nope. I just don't. I want to do it. I want to spend my time doing the harder, deeper thinking. So yeah. auto automation. And they're kind of in that order too. If I were to say like, okay, where do I focus first? I would say, let, let's get published. Let's get something published. Right. Um, and then I'm, I'm documenting those steps as I go. And then pursuing perfection, the second one. Well, now that I have the steps documented, where, where's waste? Where, where am I wasting things? Mm -hmm. And then the third step is, could I eliminate that waste by, waste by automating it? So the three really go hand in hand for sure. That's awesome. So I want to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, using Agile in the day-to-day yeah. space, right? So if you're a business owner, if you're a marketer and you want to learn more about Agile, it must be one of the most frequently asked questions. How does somebody get started? How do they learn? How? Where can I learn more about yeah. Agile? What should I be reading? What should I be looking? Who should I be following? And this might not be a question that you expected, but you know, let's talk about that. I got introduced to Agile about four years ago, because I got introduced to a potential client who became a client 
who was teaching agile as a coach. She was an agile coach and sparked my curiosity. And then was told, well, agile can be used in marketing. And then I took an agile marketing course. But if somebody is listening to us right now, Mike, how can somebody who is not in the software industry and they're curious and they are listening and saying, I don't want to make these mistakes. I want to start being more agile. I want to automate. I want to pursue perfection. Um, you know, I want to do all those things that Doreen and Mike talk about. Where should they get started? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. So, you know, uh, a couple quick thoughts here. And uh, one is a lot of these concepts pull from the, the lean manufacturing industry. Sure. So they're not sort of new or like I, I joke with this. this has been around for a long time. So, so that's, that's like a, a place to sort of look when you think about eliminating sort of waste from your system. Um, then of course we have the, the agile manifesto. Well, the agile manifesto has been around 22 years and, and while written for software development, it, it applies to anything of, of value. And so you can kind of look at agilemanifesto.org for these neat value statements that that uh, talk about agility. But then, you know, fast forward to where we are today, I think that that you can't, you, there's no shortage of learnings that are available. Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll shamelessly plug, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I talk, I post daily, I post every day, valuable content about agility, and it's not just for IT. <laughs> so you can follow me, that would be one way. Okay. Um, uh, and then, um, I, I also don't want to negate training. There's plenty of training. You, you said you had a client who was a trainer. Plenty of training that's out there. There's a, a whole certification path around this in the IC Agile certification space. I know you, you've pursued their marketing uh, agility yeah. certification. Um, I, I happen to be a big fan of IC Agile because they take a broad view of agility, not a focused, like this is just for one particular framework or another. So I see Agile and, and um, our, our company at Kyrise, the company I own, we, we offer certified uh, training in this. So those are some options and sort of places to get started. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that Agile Foundations course. I know because I took it, um, yeah. but you were kind of a testing ground, correct? We were able to pilot uh, this program as the first um, self-paced uh, on-demand training that ends with a industry record recognized certification. And we, we had to create this from scratch. It didn't exist. I, I'm uh, actually authorized to and teach multiple classes that I see as I was doing them in person. The pandemic hit and sort of eh, all training shut down, you remember. And um, we, we actually launched our company right when that started and said, would you, I see Agile, be willing to pilot this program with us and we had to meet all the learning objectives of an in-person offering, all the interactions. And so you, our course has uh, places where you upload documents and I provide feedback and you do things and I provide things. It's asynchronous, but meaning it's just on demand. And we've had, we've had great su success with this. We've really been seeing lots of people enjoy the being able to take this training on their own. So I see Agile approved us. It's live now at your pace and, and you can consume it whenever, whenever you want. It's and it's called, and it's called agile foundations. I found it super helpful to understand yeah. the background, just what you said, you know, the agile manifesto, you kind of dive into that values um, and just kind of learn more about the background and, and how it, how it helps. So I have another question for you, Mike, for businesses that are considering 
adopting agile, right? They're listening. Maybe somebody's here, a CEO, a CMO, um, somebody who is an entrepreneur, um, a freelancer. What are some of the key factors they should consider before making that transition? And then how does someone measure success with agile? What does success look like? Well, um, let's, let's start with like, what are some key factors? I think, um, it's important to know sort of what, what are you struggling with? So, so I, we started this conversation by defining what agile is. And I, and I said that it's sort of that, that pain you feel with change and adapting. So, so do you find yourself C-suite executive Sunday night, like dreading the Monday morning? Cause it's like, like, do not enjoy the changes that are happening. Cause look, guaranteed you're changing. Sure. Like, that's not optional. You could go out of business or you could change. So those are your options. Uh, and so we just kind of know that it's going to happen, right? What, what I would say is how, how hard is that for you or how easy it, is it for you? If, if, if it's hard, there are, there are uh, ways of working in agility that can help you. However, let me make this very clear because I think this is important. Agility will not solve your problems. It will just reveal them quicker. You still have to solve your problems. <laughs> like, so if you thought you were coming to this this podcast and going to get all the answers, nope. But what we will reveal quickly to you is where your problems are, and it's probably in the form of some bottleneck in your workflow system. There's there's everybody has a system. Every one of them has bottlenecks. It's probably there. So so that would be the sort of first part uh, to answer that question. Are you are you struggling with with being adaptive? Agile ways of working can help reveal your problems, and then and then potentially there's ways to solve them. Uh, and the second part of your question was like, what does success look like? Well, it's the 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 proof is in the pudding. It's happier customers. It's lower lower cost products. It's uh, faster feedback. Um, it's that that idea that we're we're building the right thing at the right time for our our consumer. And we we all have consumers and customers. No matter what you're doing, you have a consumer and customer. So, are you building the right thing for them? Um, yeah. So those are that's kind of how I'd answer that two-parter there. All right, awesome. So we have just a couple minutes left, Mike, and I want to just for those that are listening, that are watching, um, we talked about agile in software development. We talked about agile has come to marketing. Where else can agile be applied? Yeah. Are what other departments, what companies do you see Agile being successful used? Or do you, can you have any, do you have any examples of big brands that are using Agile that people can say, oh, now that makes sense? Well, the, um, one of the more popular examples we use is Zara. Zara is a clothing manufacturing company who turned the, the release time of new lines of clothing from uh, months down to you know like short sprints, and they use they use the Scrum methodology. Zara, a clothing manufacturer, nothing to do with software. Uh, another example is Air Methods. Air Methods is an emergency transport helicopter emergency company, and they use agile practices for their training and how do you train these pilots to respond quickly in these super high tense situations. Um, uh, one of my favorites, and they get a kick out of this, is. Uh, scrumyourwedding.com <laughs> what a they host weddings and they use scrum you can get a scrum master and she'll help you uh, create and plan your wedding using scrum practices so again um 
not relegated to the IT industry. Just a personal example from, from me, uh, when I moved from Colorado to Texas, we used a Kanban method in our, in our house. And uh, my, my, uh, my wife, who's the product owner, because I'm not stupid, she prioritized our work. And you could go, the kids could go to the board and pull the pack your Legos sticky, put it in progress, go pack the Legos and move it to done. It was on the back of our pantry door. So um, no software at all. It was sticky notes and some blue tape. <laughs> so yeah, the, you know, I, I, do, I do firmly believe that these practices can help in the workplace, but they also, they can make your home life run better. If you've got, if your parents are kids and you're struggling with chores, put it on a board and make the work visible and, and, and use some of these practices. Um, so we I go love into that. The- I love that. No, I absolutely love that. That's how I got started. When I got my agile marketing certification, I literally went home on the train and the world shut down. I was like in New York city in March of 2020 and took a train back to Vermont. And that was the last time I went outside my home for a while. And so here I am at home. Um, I want to, I'm so excited that I'm certified as an agile marketer and you know, like, what do I do? And so I, the first thing I did is I ordered all these sticky notes and I went to town and I did because I didn't have a physical team. I started using this for my family. Um, eventually that Thanksgiving, I used it to um, get Thanksgiving dinner, uh, you know, on the table and cleaned off with the sticky notes on the kitchen cabinet. So I love that you can do that. But I had a very smart coach that I worked with initially. And she said to me, you know, Doreen, sticky notes are great. But what when what happens when you travel? So having a system that is not um, you know, physical that can be online uh, works. And, you know, that's where that expression came from. And, and if you ask Mike, and if you ask me, we probably use completely different tools. Um, wow. It's not the tools that make you agile, right? That helps you do agile, but to be agile, you need that mindset. So uh, Mike, can you give me a couple tools that you use that you find helpful just to get somebody, they might say like, oh, I use this tool. Oh, yeah. um, that would be great before we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, we, we uh, at Kairize, we use a number of tools. I'm, I'm a fan of one I, I just started using and it's got a funny name. It's literally called Kanban Tool. K-A-N-B-A-N tool, Kanban okay. tool. Visit them at KanbanTool.com. They have a free uh, tool, but they also have paid plans, but the free tool might be enough for a small one or two person team. Sure. And it's, look, it's about displaying your work and making your workflow visible and the tool they have, very easy to use. It's free. Um, other work visualization tools like Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O from Atlassian, big, big company. Now, Trello is great. Um, it's very pretty. It's easy on the eyes. It doesn't have the same functionality as Kanban tool, but those are, those are uh, two, two like free ones to get out of the gate on that people can get started right away. Visualizing your work, which is a core tenant of Agile. We, we make our work visible um, and that'll, that'll be enough. In fact, if you just go to Kanban tool, they've got a little tutorial video on like how to set up your first board. And you can be off to the races this afternoon. That's awesome. That's wonderful. And and if you are already using something like Google Workspace, guys, that's pretty mm-hmm. agile too, because you can be in there working with your team, 
asynchronously, which is something that I love. Um, I have a couple of VAs. One is in Europe and one is in India. And we can work in there. We can tag each other. We can, you know, keep working. The workflow is going and we're using that workspace um, beautifully. So that to me, that is another great tool that you might already be using that you might be not thinking about using in an agile way. But I love what you just explained, the visual part. Um, Trello was, I'm very much a kinesthetic learner and Trello was a little bit like, I got a little bit like overwhelmed. So I'm going to check out Kanban tool. Oh yeah. Well, I just discovered it. Like this, this is new. So yeah, we're, we're using it for the, uh, a new offering that Kairize is getting ready to produce all about Kanban for Scrum. And it's going to be something we'll release here over the summer. That's wonderful. Okay. So for a recap, if you want to get started with agile, go follow Mike Lyons on LinkedIn. He posts every day and um, at 10 a.m. Eastern, right? Or was it, is it 10 a.m.? It's not Eastern. That's actually, that is the time, yeah. I know, I know. I follow you. Um, you And learn more about Agile. There's some great conversations that happen uh, with Mike and his audience. And um, I would say absolutely follow him. Learn more about Agile. Be curious, guys. This is what got me into Agile. Be curious. Always be changing. Uh, be open to change, um, have that mindset and wonderful things can happen when you adapt agile into your workflow. And um, Mike, I appreciate you being here. Once again, your company, Kairize, go check them out. And if you want to do an agile foundations course, just connect with me or Mike, we can both hook you up with that. And that really gets you the foundation you need to fall in love with agile. Awesome. So good to see you. Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for being here, Mike. And thank you to all of those who were here live or watching the replay and our listeners on Strategy Talks as well. I'll be back next week with another episode. See you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye.